The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Keith Niebuhr with Auburn Undercover, and I'm joined by Jason Caldwell with Inside the Auburn Tigers. And, and we've got big news to report on today to break down, and that's the commitment of five-star power forward Jabari Smith to the Auburn Tigers. This is a huge day uh, for Auburn basketball recruiting. Jabari Smith, the number five prospect in the country for the industry-generated 24-7 sports composite. He's the number one power forward out there. I mean, this guy is one sensational prospect. He had everybody in the country really uh, – not everybody in the country, but a, a, lot of the, a lot of the blue buds, bloods in college basketball chasing him, Jason. And, um, you know, this is significant for Auburn, obviously. It is. It's, it's a big deal when you look at um, the need areas for Auburn. Um, there's always a need area to get a big, big athletic forward that can run, um, make plays around the rim, can step out. And, and for Bruce Pearl and the way they play basketball, a guy that can play 94 feet uh, is invaluable um, in their system. And Jamari Smith's one of those guys. So, yeah, this is it's a big-time get for Auburn. And, you know, you, you combine, combine that with, you know, the classes they brought in the last couple of years and this young basketball team. And, man, it's a, uh, it's a guy that could have a major impact right away. Uh, Jabari Smith, six feet ten, two hundred and ten pounds. He plays at Sandy Creek High School in Tyrone, Georgia. Now that's a school that a lot of Auburn football fans uh, probably have heard of because they produce so many good football players through the years. I think uh, Jason Mike Hilton of the NFL was a cornerback there. Uh, Jaquay Walker wasn't wasn't he a, a a former signee that played at that school? Uh, yes. But basketball, Jabari Smith. Okay, so again, six ten. 210, number one power forward in the country. As a junior, he averaged 24 and a half points a game, 10 and a half rebounds a game at Sandy Creek. Now, the summer before that, he helped lead Team USA's under 16 national team to a gold medal at the FIBA Americas Championship. And in that event, he averaged 13.8 points and 6.2 rebounds a game. Now, here's what 24 7 Sports says about Jabari Smith Smith is a face up four who has continuously grown in height over the last couple of years he now has good size for the position to go with a still extremely physical excuse me extremely physically immature frame with plenty of room to gain strength while smith has a jump hook uh, and can post up he is most comfortable facing up he has a smooth stroke with a range to the perimeter improving athletically and as a passer will be key or, and, and he has been doing that rebounds the area well and has made progress as a rim protector he projects as a first round pick a couple other things to know jason his father jabari smith and we should point out jabari is jabari smith the second his father played at lsu and later in the nba um uh, the main schools involved in his recruitment of course auburn uh georgia tennessee lsu georgia tech and north carolina which offered over this summer um, so again, this is a big one. Where does this, uh, what does this do for Auburn's recruiting class? Well, uh, believe it or not, they're still only ranked 54th in the country, Jason, but that's because they have one commitment now. They had zero before this for 2021. Now they have one that puts them at number 54 by comparison, just so people know that this isn't anything to really worry about. Kentucky right now with one commitment has the number 56 class in the country. 
uh, for 24-7. Now, Jason, with the recruitment, it was a tag team effort. Ira Bowman involved, Wes Flanagan, Stephen Pearl, and, of course, uh, Bruce Pearl. So, again, significant for Auburn. You got to meet him uh, right after, I think, Auburn rallied to beat Tennessee earlier this year, Jason. What were your impressions of him just as a young man? Yeah, you know, he, uh, he visited uh, along with his, his father and a couple other guys um, for that game. And you could tell that, that I, and like most people, they, they come to Auburn Arena, they're, they're surprised by the environment, first of all. The, the, the crowd, everybody involved, all those things. I think that was a big deal for him. But I think just a style of play, you know, I mentioned it before, you, know, you, you read off the, the things about him as a player, and it, it, it read like a book of Bruce Pearl power forward. That's what it read like. Um, you know, guy that face up and, and do those things. Uh, face up, shoot three if you, if you need to, if you want to. And I think those are things that, that he enjoys playing. And you mentioned, you know, his dad played at LSU. But, you know, it's, this, is, this is pretty close to home for him um, to, to come to Auburn. And so, um, you know, for that reason, I think, he, he, you know, he feel, you know, probably feels good about having the ability for his family to come watch him play and do those things. And then and you look at the, the success that Auburn's had. Um, this is a chance to jump in there and, and join some guys that he's already very, very familiar with. When you start talking about, you know, Sharif Cooper and you start talking about JT Thor and you start talking about some of these guys, these are guys that he knows, he's familiar with, you know, through the summer circuit, playing high school ball, whatever. Um, and that's why Auburn's continued success in the Atlanta metro area um, continues, to, it continues to pay off. Uh, those guys know each other. They play against each other. And, you know, seeing, you know, what, you know, you know, Chuma Kiki a couple of years ago and then Isaac Coro, seeing what those guys have been able to do at Auburn is something that maybe guys didn't think about before. And now you start thinking about, you know, first-round talent coming out of Auburn and, and those guys making it to the NBA. That changes the perception of a program pretty quickly. Jason, I'm trying to think of a comparison here. You know, 6'10", 210, but can score. He's not just a defender, and he's not just an offense player. He's a little bit of both. Uh, he had a really solid game last year, a good matchup. Both the guys played well when he, he faced up against 2025-star 20, uh, inside guy Walker Kessler, who signed with North Carolina and was at one time uh, a big Auburn target. Uh, but, uh, yeah, is there anybody that comes to mind? I mean, I'm, uh, I'm trying to think of some names. I mean – there was Joe Smith at Maryland that it was a similar frame to him that could really score and do a little bit of everything. But anybody that sticks out to you that maybe you could compare him to? I mean, I, that, this isn't something we discussed before we recorded this, so, so I know I may be catching you off guard. But who comes to mind? Who stands out? Maybe somebody in the SEC. Even I, it's hard. He does so many things well. That, and that's actually a really good comparison. Um, you know, Joe Smith was a guy that um, was able to do a lot of different things and. You know, you don't want to compare a guy to – because they're all a little bit of the same. You don't want to compare a guy to a guy like Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis sure, is sure. a guard and, and has this, you know, different skill set. But I think you look at, at his ability, and uh, I, I actually think Joe Smith is a pretty good one. Um, trying to think of anybody else in this league. Um, you know, maybe a, maybe a guy like Al Horford as he continued to develop at Florida. Uh, he was more of a back-to-the-basket guy early on because they had some other guys that could run the court. But – um, his frame's not as big as Al was coming in, but I think you look at that, the things he can do. And, you know, Al Ford's got to could pass the ball, uh, could spot up and shoot. But I think you look at, at, you know, his ability probably to extend the floor a little bit more is probably a little bit better. So, um, yeah, kind of a unique guy in his own right, but there are some, some skill sets that compare to other guys. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, the thing that's interesting here is, you know, we always think about offense, right? We think about offense and how many points can this guy score, but defending in, uh, the interior is key, but defending the perimeter is key. It looks like, you know, you watch his film, it, and again, you know, you don't want to place too much on a guy's shoulders, obviously, but, you know, against high school competition and uh, AAU and Team USA and all that, you're looking at a guy that looks like he can defend gosh, a lot of the positions on the floor. I mean, you know, okay, obviously a guy six feet tall, is he's going to have a hard time keeping up with. But, you know, three, four, five, maybe some twos on defense. I mean, it's uh, he's an intriguing prospect. There's no doubt about that, Jason. The interesting thing about basketball recruiting, we mentioned earlier his dad played at LSU, that you're, you see a lot of legacy guys go to other schools in basketball. You know, you mentioned Al, Al Horford, was his father – did not play at UF. I yeah. got, uh, what is it? Buck Johnson's son yeah. plays on the Auburn team. Walker yeah. Kessler's dad was a Georgia Bulldog. He's going to North Carolina. You see a lot of that. Uh, with Auburn, uh, we were told by Travis Branham, the 24-7 sports analyst, who uh, credit to him was the first to put in a crystal ball pick. Actually, I think he might have been the first person at any of the major sites to put in a projection, a pick for Auburn. Uh, he told me, he said, listen, uh, he, this guy fits the style of Auburn. He loves Auburn's style of play, up and down and uh, fast pace. Uh, but he also said that, you know, this is a guy that Auburn really won over because it was a tag team effort. It wasn't just Ira Bowman. It wasn't just Wes Flanagan or Stephen Pearl or Bruce Pearl. It was really uh, all of them. And, and that was significant. And, and Jason, you've been around these, uh, these basketball coaches and, uh, you know, they've got some dynamic personalities on that staff. It's not just Pearl. No, it's not just Pearl. But I tell you, the thing he does really well is, is he takes an interest in recruiting um, and, and, and sees guys as much as possible and, and joins in. And so that, that helps out, I think, when you have the head coach involved. And obviously in basketball, it's a little different because you're recruiting a smaller pool of players. And so the head coaches are usually more involved. But you're right. It's a, a, a dynamic um, staff when you start talking about guys. You have obviously Stephen Pearl that, um, that knows – um, his father's system inside and out and obviously played for him, understands everything about it. Yeah, Wes Flanagan that has the Auburn side of things as a former point guard at Auburn, a guy that, um, that knows and loves this place and, 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 and kind of grew up here. Um, he has a special connection to Auburn. Ira Bowman's a guy that has, has coached and recruited big men, and so he has those connections as well. So, yeah, they, they all work together really well. And then, you know, you have that support staff, you know, Chad Pruitt and, Mike Bergemeister and some of those guys who do an exceptional job on the court and 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 in the film room help. It all works in 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 you know cohesion to uh, to form a what I think is a really good staff for Auburn right now. And you know it continues to pay off on the recruiting front with the guys they've landed. And you're right about about defense when you look at Jabari Smith, Bruce Pearl. That that's where it starts. It, you know it doesn't start. Op, you know, the offense comes off of the defensive end of what they want to do. And the ability to, to, to guard multiple positions is an absolute must um, because they're switching, they're doing things on the perimeter. You got a guy that can guard a five, four, or three, it absolutely gives you a lot more versatility in the things you're able to do on defense. All right, again, that's Jason Caldwell of Inside the Auburn Tigers. I'm Keith Niebuhr with Auburn Undercover, both under the 24-7 umbrella. And we're just doing a quick breakdown of the big news that five-star power forward and number five overall national recruit Jabari Smith of Georgia has committed to Auburn. Jason, uh, if his ranking, as long as it doesn't plummet in the next few months, he's going to go down as likely the highest-rated 
signee of the Bruce Pearl era, uh, surpassing Sharif Cooper, a five-star point guard who signed with Auburn in 2020. Uh, another eye-opener, another, hey, everybody, look at, look at what Auburn's doing on the recruiting trail. Uh, here's the thing about him, though. Th- this is a guy that, uh, I mean, Auburn's only going to sign maybe one or two more guys at the most in this class. They just lost J.D. Davidson, five-star point guard the previous week. This really softens that blow. They're still in it with some big-name guys, Debo Coleman out of uh, the Jacksonville, Florida area, somebody to watch, 6'6", combo guard. He's a a top 50 national recruit. So there's still some work to be done here, Jason. But when you look at Jabari Smith and how he's going to fit into this team, now obviously he doesn't get to Auburn until next year. But when he gets to Auburn, uh, provided, you know, Sharif Cooper isn't a one-and-done type, what, uh, how do you feel like uh, he's going to fit in with what you know Auburn's got? They got a lot of young talent. That's why they're only going to sign a couple guys this cycle. Yeah, no seniors in this class and are on the, on the roster at the moment. And, you know, you look at it, they had one spot open from last year. So they had an open spot. Um, if they sign another or two, it would take people transferring out or, or declaring early. So that's still probably to be determined, you know, several months off. So, yeah, yeah, you look at the fit, and you know, I mentioned J.T. Thor earlier. Him and J. Him and uh, Jalen Williams, uh, you know, a couple of guys at at that power forward spot for Auburn. Um, you know, could could those guys slide and play the five? You you know, you've seen you know Bruce Pearl teams basically play what amounts to a couple of fours uh, in those four and five spots before. I, you know, you could see them really get out and and try to run and spread things out. And so you got you know guys like J.T. Thor, Jalen Williams could probably play the five if needed. Um, but Jabari Smith, a guy that fits in very well with this group. And, you know, you, know, you have Stretch, uh, you know, Akinbola uh, that's inside, Dylan Cardwell that Auburn signed last year, uh, another guy that, that came in and, and was in the Atlanta area last year as well. So um, all of a sudden you start looking at, at the potential for, you know, 2021-22 Auburn basketball roster and see a lot of bodies inside and gives them a lot of depth and, and some talented guys as well. Last thing here, Jason, and we'll let you go. We'll let everybody else get back to their their Friday afternoons and get get started on the weekends. But what Bruce Pearl and the Auburn staff have done in the state of Georgia is really remarkable. Uh, Look, I mean, Chuma Akeke, Isaac Okaro, some guys you mentioned just from the last cycle, Sharif Cooper, J.T. Thor, Dylan Cardwell. Bryce Brown was from Georgia. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Jared Harper was from Georgia. I mean, it's insane. And and it, it, there's a couple things it's doing here. Obviously, these are great, great players in the state of Georgia. is a tremendous state for basketball, probably the best state, I think we could agree, in the South for, for producing basketball talent. It, it's boosting the Auburn program up, but it's also keeping some teams that could cause you problems if they get good uh, from, from lifting themselves up, too. That's Georgia Tech and Georgia. These, these are guys that those programs would, would kill for, would die for. Uh, so Bruce Pearl making his mark in Georgia. Uh, did you ever think, Jason, though, did you ever think any coach could get Auburn to the heights that they're at right now in the recruiting world where you're, you're talking about bringing in the number five prospect in the country to a recruiting class? It's really, it's really remarkable. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you think back to, you know, when Austin Wiley committed and signed and, and you know, you went, well, you know, that one you kind of, well, you know, both parents played basketball at Auburn. That one's kind of a, a given, but you've seen it discontinue to grow. Um, and, and, you know, he kind of started it um, 
and did it because he wanted to see Auburn succeed. He, you know, he felt like it was a good fit for him as well. It's just continued to, to, to blossom and flourish. And, you know, they matched that early recruiting success with success on the court. And obviously you make a final four, you do the things they've done and win 25 games three years in a row. And it, 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 the, the entire perception of the Auburn basketball program has changed completely in five years. Um, that's a credit to Bruce Pearl and his staff and what they've done, the vision um, that they had, and in recruiting. And in, 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 in no other sport um, is the recruiting process as important. It's always important in football, it is. But in basketball, one or two players can make a massive difference in what you do on the court. It, you know, it takes more than that in football and baseball and other sports. Basketball, it's the lifeblood and, and, and no question about it. And they've done a good job of replenishing that talent, keeping guys coming. And, you know, this will be a young basketball team for them this year in terms of experience. But it's going to be a really talented team. And so it'll have a chance to grow. And, and then you add in guys like Jabari Smith, and, man, the future is uh, extremely bright. You know, you win and you keep producing first-round draft picks. And, and pretty soon you're having to beat away guys. You're having, to, you're having to tell a lot of elite guys no. But that'll do it for this edition, an emergency podcast, we call it. Uh, Jabari Smith, five-star power forward, has committed to the Auburn Tigers. It's a day for the orange and blue to celebrate. Uh, you're talking about one of the truly elite prospects in the 2021 class. That'll do it for this edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. For Jason Caldwell, I am Keith Niebuhr. Everybody have a great weekend. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving nonstop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.